Hey everybody, welcome to the Goblin Beat. Hey, the don't Goblins. start yet. <clears throat> don't start, don't start screaming yet. He's recording. Alright, now we're good. We're up. Hey everybody, welcome to the Goblin Beat, the Goblin Gaming's podcast. Uh, we are going to be continuing our yeah, Protectors of Eld campaign tonight. Um so we're still we're we're still we're still in a pandemic, in case anybody was wondering. Um so whatever. But Danny's got Danny's got Groku. Or is it Groku or Grogu? Grogu, yeah. Sorry, I keep saying Groku because that sounds like the name of the guy on Dragon Ball. Yeah. Goku. Yeah. John has a great Kamahamea impersonation he can do. Uh, you gotta unmute John. Hello. Yeah, yes, now do you. it. Yeah, do oh. it. I think his I think his microphone broke. Yeah. I think that broke your microphone. I couldn't have broke been it. It broke instead. Wow. All <clears> right. <throat> so anyway, we're also we're live. We're live streaming for the Twitchers right now. Mm-hmm. So if you're twitching, you can get a Twitch. You can look up Goblin Gaming. Hello. And you can find us. Hey, hey, John. Hey, John. You could hear me now. Yeah. Yeah. I think some people were some people watching last time. I doubt it. Well, maybe. I don't know. Some people have watched them since they've been on there, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So Those we're words that are true. We're internet famous. So <clears throat> deal with it. I'm going to get a shirt that says that. I'm sure they already sell it. This better All be right. infamous. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, that reminds me. What about what about our shirts? Our uh, kicking bears or shooting moonbows or? Oh right, I need to send that to John. Send it to me, my screen printer dude. Yeah, yeah. I'll send. Yeah, I'll send that to you. I, I still got it. All right. So anyway, I'm Matt. Uh, I will be playing your resident uh, honorary orc. High Elven, uh, Arcane Archer, Balos, Balos the Balos the Bane, uh, something. I haven't figured out what I'm the Bane of yet. So that's bugbears. My name is Balos the Bane of with a just a line there. Should be bugbears. Well, we haven't actually fought any bugbears. So how is that relevant at all? If you're just going for alliteration, then yeah, I mean, we, we could it could be bugbears. Probably was, I mean, you just gotta look at something that people won't be able to keep under you on. So we'll just see. We'll we'll figure out what I'm the bane of later. Uh, also joining us tonight is Brandon. Uh, he's playing Orin, the, the bane of literacy. Orin. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not how it's spelled, but he doesn't know that. <laughs> and then John, of course, is played Mokuzar, who um, has gone through some changes, as 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 people are wont to do, as they get older and their bodies change and from a certain age, before new things happen. <laughs> so, John, in case people didn't pick up on time, uh, what, what happened? What happened with your character that involved? Uh, fungal growth. That that change of life. So not not the menopause. 
you know, you're, you you're too young puberty. for that. We're talking about you, not not, not, not Mokuzar's mom. Right. Who has a name? Her name is Hokuzar. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Say it. it. All right. But anyway, yeah. Uh, Mokuzar is now a circle of spores druid because he made friends with the I'm old I'm sure they have an ointment for that. I think they do, actually. Yeah, all Mokuzar had to do was spray his boots twice a day, and he would have been fine. But uh, anyway, um, so so yeah, so that came came from a new book that we bought. Uh, and Danny, what's the name of that book again for the folks who are interested? Uh, Tasha's Cauldron of Corn. Most everything. I don't know. It's a cauldron. Uh, it has stuff in it, like a lot of stuff. Is it Tasha's Tasha's cauldron of corn queso dip? Yes. Okay. There you go. Yeah. That's good stuff. It's got feta cheese in it. Anyway. There's a chili corn pone recipe in there. Delicious. Oh yeah. All right. So all sorts of uses for corn. Uh and also fungal druids. That's that's what you're into. Yeah. So <laughs> all right. So yeah. Where we left off, um, <clears throat> We had made our way into the realm of Caravore. Uh Specifically, we had met up with Snaps, the goblin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took us to where his cousin was living in Neomid's camp, um, uh, only to discover that the Tower of Whitehorn had been overrun by the Gith and their big floating city thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, people were fleeing for... Their livers, which allowed us to buy some pretty a uh, pr- uh, pretty cheap boat. Yes, yeah. Uh, um, Mokuzar bought a bought a raft off of a family. No, that uh, I think that was me. Oh, was it you? Yeah, was it, it was, it was, it was me. Oh, okay. Oh, you, I felt bad. All... I felt bad for them, and I wanted, and I gave I gave them like twice the asking price too. That's right. So they could uh, they could be on their way. The best thing about that raft is you can literally wade across the entire lake if right. you want to, without getting your belt wet. But it's an inflatable raft, and uh, so it can be it can be deflated. It is not inflatable. <laughs> what? No, I thought it was inflatable. I thought. Yeah. Is that is that Hokuzar's team? Yeah, that's Hokuzar as a team. <laughs> okay, I was about to say, that looks a little bit young. Oh, you guys! Okay. You're showing pictures. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a rare one of her as a baby so, that I was able to uh, locate uh, and uh, bring to the. Where did you? Where did you? Oh, there's oh, a baby. Are oh, you posting Eberron. on on Eberron? That's the wrong. That's the wrong, well, the wrong one. That's baby. That's baby Mokuzar, probably. That's not Eberron. And uh, her most recognized uh, picture. Uh, at least most people at least are able to connect her with is, uh, geez, man, you've been hard at work. I have been. I mean, this has been, uh, where it's been something, you know, everyone knows from this one though. This is 15 minutes of her day. Oh boy. It's still, oh yeah. Well, that's, that's when she did need the ointment. It's, uh, that's cancer face from Lord of the Rings. (laughs) All right. So, um, you guys are staying the night at Snaps' cousin's place. 
right here on the water. Uh, I believe they fried you up some fish. Showed you a pretty good time. Gave you some some of the local hooch before you went to sleep. Oh yeah, those good times. And um, Mokazar, while you're uh, while you're sleeping that night, you have a uh, a dream all about mushrooms and such. Hmm. And uh, in the dream, that that giant mushroom guy comes back to you, and uh, those little blue mushrooms are dancing all around him, and he he picks one up and hands it to you, and uh, tells you, uh, well, you know, he just talks to you in pictures, but the the picture you see in your in your brain is of uh, you holding holding and, and petting the little uh, little mushroom, almost like a little Grogu here, and then of the mushroom of the mushroom thing helping you and following you around. Uh huh. All this, right. This is this is a lot like Grogu because he saw a little blue, uh, little blue butterfly, which apparently might mean that uh, he's going to be evil one day. Yeah, that's what I've read on the internet. Hashtag spoilers. Hashtag whatever. Hashtag if you're not caught up on the Mandalorian, it's your own damn fault. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. That's good. So yeah. Anyway, any any reaction from Mo? Um, Mokuzar is, uh, is, uh, pleased, I guess, uh, honored to be, uh, visited and, and gifted this, uh, companion or friend, whatever it is. He tries to, uh, transmit some images back, but he's not very good at that, so... Mm. He probably just uh, farts quietly in his sleep trying to do that. Right. Got you. Starts thinking about stir-fry with mushrooms in it and then quickly realizes that's probably (laughs) offensive. (laughs) Yeah, might be. Uh, So you wake up. It feels like right after that, uh, the sun is just starting to rise. It's kind of gray outside still. And you see in your your pouch where you had those... uh, well, mushroom caps you're supposed to plant. You see it's moving around and something pokes its little head out. And uh, it is uh, this little guy. Show that to you. He's very cute. I can't see anything yet. Yeah, I, I clicked to show it to players. I'm not, I may not show it to all of you. I'm not sure. Uh, it popped up on my screen. I didn't see it. So the the biggest question though is, are you going to name it Goomba or Toad? Um. Well, it's right now. It's named Moe's Sprout. I don't, if it's a if it's a little sentient <laughs> creature, I guess it needs to tell me its name. Hmm. Here we go. I'll drop it over here for you guys, so you guys can see. I, I see it now. Moe's Sprout. Yeah. Oh, okay. It looks like later on it's going to be saying I am Groot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So All right. the uh, important things to know about him um, is uh, he doesn't like to be in sunlight a lot. So you might want to keep him in a little pouch or something. Okay. Um, and um, he can, well, once a day, he can uh, create a 10 foot radius around him with spores. That lets him uh, talk to anything 
within within the spores telepathically communicating communicating uh which lasts for an hour so you can basically just poof out a bunch of spores in a 10-foot radius and allow uh all those creatures that that are in that area to communicate with each other telepathically for an hour so, that's um, cool ability yeah. i don't want to find i don't know if i want to really get into orange thoughts well, the upside of that, of course, is that uh, you know if, if he shoots out his spores for the next hour, you can all communicate telepathically without having to speak. You can quietly think to each other. Oh no, I get that. I'm all excited about shooting out spores, so not otherwise. Well, I mean, you might have to explain it to him first. Otherwise, he's only excited about something else. <laughs> During that hour, could I quickly teach Orn telepathically how to read? Yeah. No, no, you probably couldn't. If you want to, like. Make him berserk or something, you know. Maybe. I feel like reading would only make him more dangerous. Telepathy doesn't let you read thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like you can speak into their mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. A, it's not constant uh, uh, diarrhea of thought. It's just. It's more like going to be. Mo. Speaking of diarrhea, I'm uh, an arcane archer, all... not a psionicist, man. Did you all see about Lamar Jackson's uh, bathroom break during the third quarter? No. No. Yeah, apparently uh, he was suffering from cramps and ran back to the locker room for five minutes during the middle of the game. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. That's why you don't get the Taco Bell box right before the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or at halftime. It was clutch, man. They still won. (laughs) Oh, my God. And they were... They were playing the Browns too, so. Uh, <laughs> wow, oh, man! See, this guy right here has got the right idea. He wore the brown pants. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the yeah it says a lot about the Browns why they wear that color. Yeah. Everything came out okay in the end. That's what. That's what really matters. We have too many Browns friends, though. That's what's sad. Everything came out okay of the end. There From we the go. end. I mean, it's a pretty shitty outcome, but oh well. <laughs> Uh, okay, geez. so I guess uh, um, Mo uh, the next morning when he finds the little critter in his pouch, he uh, spends the morning trying to make friends and getting to know him. Okay, give him, give him a little chin scratches. That's right. I, I introduce him to my fellow tribe members. Let him drink the paint water. You'll have to excuse Balos. He looks a little strange for an orc. He uh, he waves and shakes hands with everybody wherever you want. Uh, How big is it? He's about uh, uh, eight inches tall, something like that. Eight or nine inches tall. Orange just looks at it, just like really like, like really focusing intently on it, like He's a chubby little mushroom toddler. Nice to meet you. Um Um I don't know. Does it, does it does it give me like a uh, a picture for a name or anything? Uh, just uh, no, no, it doesn't. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna call him Goomba. Nice to meet you, little Goomba. All right, it just, it just waves at you. It doesn't. It does not speak. Um, it uh, it does mentally. Uh, Project a, an image of little uh, blue spores all over the place to you, 
John, letting you know that uh, I can talk to your friends. You know, like I can I can talk to them that way, basically. <clears throat> Otherwise, it just smiles and waves and like uh, walks around eating snacks. Where does he get those snacks from? I get like just looking for snacks in people's pouches and stuff and eating. Them. <laughs> <laughs> or just like start like tossing random stuff to it just to see what it will eat. He's an adorable little scamp. It seems to eat pretty much anything organic. These will start like throwing stuff from other people's pouches. But, um, you know, normal. All right. All right. There is a fantasy name generator for fungus names. (laughs) Wow. I'm not surprised at all. So, uh, his name is Velvet Cap Jellycomb. No. Velvet Cap? Yeah, Velvet Cap Jellycomb. JC, okay. I mean, KCJC? No. VC? VCJC. Velvet VCJC. Cap Jellycomb. There we go. Alright, so you guys call him whatever you want to. He, uh... <clears throat> He squints when he, he like waddles out into the sunlight and squints and turns around and walks back. Does not like that. <laughs> okay. So uh, I scoop him up and uh, tuck him in my pouch so that he doesn't right. have to deal with that. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Snaps, what do you suggest as far as the best way for us to get to the tower without getting killed? Well, I've never been here before when uh, there was a giant floating fortress. Right. But but I have been here before when it's under attack. Uh, We typically just kind of get close and sneak around the edges and look for anybody that's still alive to talk to first and then go from there. Sounds like a pseudo plan, and I'm down for it. Yeah. I don't like to think too much. Yeah, that's what I like about you guys. <laughs> Not heavy on the thinking. Kind of weighs it down. It wastes time. Too true, too true. All right. So y'all wanna <clears throat> so who's gonna wade, who's gonna ride? What's the plan? I thought we all I thought we all rode it last time. All right. You have not got gotten on it. It's it's for a family of four goblins. So um you could probably all you could probably all ride on it. It might just uh you know be <coughs> underwater a little bit while you're while you're going. I thought we took it to the cousin's house. So no, we got you, there. You just kind of drug it over to the cousin's house. Or maybe one of you did. as long as as long as I can arrange my pouch so that it's not underwater, uh I will I'll wade next to the thing. Yeah, so if you start wading wading in the water, it's only about two feet deep. Okay. Um, it's not very deep. The water is completely crystal clear. You can see fish swimming around. Um, sometimes you f- see uh, other stuff. Snaps explains like to marsh. you. Well, uh Well, it's, it's like a lake or, um, or an ocean kind of thing almost. Uh, Snaps explains to you that there's hundreds and hundreds of... Uh, of springs uh, under the ground here, and that's what what 
constantly feeds. They call it the Crystal Sea, or uh, the the local goblins call it the Short Lake. Whatever you want to call it, the uh, the gra- bottom is very rocky and sandy. There's no mud, and so the water is just always crystal clear. That's cool. Everywhere you go, there's not a lot of stuff. Not a lot of stuff growing in there. There's like some algae and stuff, but mostly the fish keep it clean. And then uh, on a regular basis, you'll see small little islands with maybe somebody living on them, or they see crops on them, or, uh, or or things like that. People just stopping for a rest. But for the most part, you see you see other people kind of just walking around in the water. Fishermen walking around with like nets, just tossing them in the water when they see fish. And... Or walking around with spears. Is everybody's? I mean, but are, are those people like just the tough people are gonna like stick it out, or are most people still trying to get out of here? Uh, those are the people who are probably uh, either uh, residents here at the camp, or, or they're not coming from from Whitehorn. So Whitehorn is like a half day's travel if you you know if you push pretty hard the whole day. You get there in about half a day. Yeah, run. I'll be right back. All right. So then there, there's Does not appear to be worried about the attack on Whitehorn. No, the the general opinion seems to be that Whitehorn gets attacked once every year or two. Uh, so, <laughs> so like, there's always stuff coming out of the out of the under area underneath Melgorn up to the north. So if it's not it's not a floating tower, it's a horde of I don't know beholder kin or a bunch of demons for some reason. Whitehorn seems like a very lucky place. Well, Carevor in general attracts a lot of uh, denizens from other other planes, and Whitehorn's just the first nail on the way to get to get hammered on. Okay. So maybe they should uh maybe they should move it. Well, Snaps tells you it's a tough place. Like the entire thing is a, a like a fortress tower. For the most part, they kind of just weather it out, whatever the storm happens to be. Unless it's a uh giant floating fortress, I guess. It's like yeah, I don't I don't think this is the worst thing they've they've ever had. But I mean, it's a bummer while it's there. Alright, so the goal right now is we need to get to Whitehorn to see if we can't talk to the uh, Magus there. Yeah, and I think you guys are sort of generally trying to stop these Githyankis from causing trouble in L. Yeah. Right? Might as well, they don't like us already. And oh, yeah, and the got, power of my magical tattoo on them. They've got uh, Orin's pet egg somewhere. You need to get that egg back. They have like four eggs that they take from us. Mm-hmm. All right. We did course, our I mean, darndest to get it back. They're kind of their eggs. I mean, technically they speaking. Are. They are, but, you know, possession's nine tenths of the law. Well, I mean, I guess we should have cooked them while we had the chance. I mean, we did. We threw everything we had at them. We threw moonbeams and. <laughs> And bears at them. And arrows. And arrows. arrows. Well-placed arrows. Some of the best aimed arrows of my life, I'd say. Mm -hmm. 
or whatever. All right. Whatever you say, Ballos. Yeah, oh, that is what I say. <laughs> Mook. All right, let's um, yeah, let's head over to Whitehorn. All right, you head out. Um, you make pretty good time. It's it's a little overcast today, but it's not it's not rainy, so you can let uh, uh, Velvet uh, Underground play on the raft some. <laughs> Velvet here. And, uh, Velvet Cap Underground. Yeah. <laughs> the Velveteen Mushroom. Yo, V-Cap. What up? <laughs> Karnak? V-Cap. Hey, man, can you teach that thing how to break dance? I don't know oh. that that uh, that I can, no. I don't know. Perhaps. <laughs> he seems pretty intelligent. Definitely get on that. All right. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> yeah, you make it about, uh, you go about two or three hours. Snap tells you he thinks it's going to take about six hours. Uh, you're seeing a lot fewer people leaving Whitehorn today than you saw getting to the camp the day before. You pass, uh, you pass two uh, rafts on your way this first half of the day. Okay. Uh, you're, you're able to stop. Snaps pulls you guys up on a small little island to stop and have a snack at lunchtime or you can just have a break. Okay. Uh, if there's anything I want to do while you're there, you can. Well, Mo's just looking for any places that might be uh, appropriate for a uh, a fungal spore. Yeah, it's uh, probably not, not many around here, but it's because everything is so open for the most part. Uh, the little island, some of them do have trees, but they only have like one or two. Okay. So it might not be the best. All right. All right. Uh, so soon after you guys stop for a snack, let Bogus do the sound effects. <laughs> soon after you stop for your snack, uh, you see on the horizon, you see the a tower appears a gray sort of square at the top uh as you get closer and closer you can tell it must be it's probably a hundred feet high sticking like uh from the base at the bottom of of the of the island up to its top it's a hundred feet in the air and sort of semi attached to the north side of it looks like it's maybe sort of crunched into it is a floating what looks like a floating island basically uh, that goes down about 20 or 30 feet uh, from its base and has like a fortress just kind of sitting looks like it's somewhat crumbled on top of it so this fortress you said uh, the the floating island is like up near the top of it yes so the ground level of this floating fortress is about just almost level with the top of Whitehorn Village, the tower, so that the uh, the fortress itself, you know, is uh, the entire thing sits higher than than the town, but the like the rock and dirt and everything underneath the the fortress is kind of smashed into the top level and a half of Whitehorn. So it it's got like a uh, rock and stuff underneath it that goes about thirty feet down. 
So as we're approaching, though, we're walking across this shallow body of water. I guess we're pretty exposed. Then, huh? Correction, you're walking. Well, that's true. Yeah, you're walking. So as yeah, as you get close, you can as you're getting closer, you can also see that around the town itself there are a lot of uh, somewhat larger islands. Uh, they appear to have mostly like farms and orchards and stuff on them. Okay. And uh, Snaps kind of guides you northward a little bit towards one of the, the much larger ones as you're going. He says, they normally set up resistance up here on one of these larger islands when this kind of thing happens. So that's probably our best bet. Plus we can uh, maybe stay out of sight of that dragon. He points up and you guys do see the red dragon circling around the, the fortress. Uh, yeah, we met him before in Galorn. Does it look like the same one? It's a red dragon. Could be the same one. Could definitely be the same one. Yeah. He totes he, he tried to kill us. He ran from us. He did. Like a big red flying chicken. He completely ran from us as they were afraid. Yeah, he looked afraid. Alright. Uh, so you guys are walking up walking that way. Everyone make me a perception check. Alright. Orin can sniff this one out. Gazar right. with a twenty. An eleven for Balos. Mokazar. No one else notices it, but Mokazar, you see a uh, a gnome sort of uh, uh, crouching among some reeds and kind of, and wave sort of like furtively waving at you as you guys are moving towards that larger island. Okay, uh, I uh, show the other people the guy waving over there, and uh, I guess I look around to see why he's hiding. See if there's any kind of threat nearby. <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't see any threats nearby. You think he's maybe he's just generally hiding, keeping a lookout. Okay, because uh, he's he's facing away from the island, so that would be your your indication that he might be keeping a lookout. Well, I guess there's no more reason to keep looking around. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we make our way over there. I heard a lot. Um, <clears throat> the password is. Be ever so humble. There's no place like Gnome. Uh, he just attacks Map. Someone's on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> I am not on a roll. I do not do illegal drugs, John. Oh, right. Sure. At least only, right, the legal, you, only the at least legal ones. You, do, you don't admit it on the internet. That's also true. Good policy. So... You, uh, hmm, trying to think. Yeah. yeah, I don't just like holler out, but when we get close enough, uh, mm-hmm. I try to greet the guy in common. He, he, uh, stands up a little, little bit and says, Hey, you guys are the, you're the Chagoot guys from, uh, from Lorien, right? Oh, uh, you must recognize us from the drinking contest. Oh, wait, no, you said Lorien. You're not Galorn. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, drinking contest? No. Uh, I don't know if you remember me. Um, I was in Lorien the same time as you guys were. Well, <clears throat> we were just leaving. I uh, 
My name is Keeks. I'm with the Orlin. Oh yeah. Wizardeth. Yeah. Orlin. Yeah, we remember Orlin. Yeah, we're the we're the company of the Burning Banner. We've been we've been here in Caravor for a couple of weeks helping trying to help out these goblins since this whole thing went crazy. So how's that going? Uh, well, why don't you come in, come into camp and uh, and you can see for yourselves. I guess I'm guessing you guys are here for adventure, looking to become uh, protectors here, right? And we're also tracking these gifts. They came here from where we were in Galorn. He is eyes wide. Ah, oh, okay. That, yeah, uh, come with me. This will be good, good information for the Magus. She uh, she could use any info she can get about these things. Okay, so yeah, as soon as he mentions the Magus, Mokuzar's all on board to follow him. Fine. We'll follow you. We'll follow you no matter where you go. No. He uh, he, st- he stops. His shoulders hunch, and he reaches for a dagger. <laughs> and his hand his hand relaxes. <laughs> he takes a breath. You can hear him mumbling some kind of sort of mantra to himself. And then he, he walks out. He, he starts walking. <laughs> and says, "You know, those kind of jokes are the whole reason I became an assassin in the first place." <laughs> that's, that's my bad. I'm definitely going to mark down that you're an assassin, though. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, you should write that down. I apologize. We've, <laughs> we've, been, we've been on this lake all day. I think my brain's a little fried. Gotcha. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, you guys uh, get to the uh, the island. Plus, I've been licking the hell out of this little toadstool guy. <laughs> He keeps he keeps like uh, swatting at your at you every time you do it and like trying to cover his little mushroom head to keep it from happening again. He keeps he keeps sending uh, uh, mental images to Mokuzar of setting Balos's face on fire. Stop it! Mokuzar doesn't share that. He just laughs. <laughs> he's waiting for it to happen. Somehow, somehow he's gotten he's gotten Flint and Still from somewhere, and he just keeps looking at Balos when he thinks he doesn't see him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta stop. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I had I, I have a tinder box, so he probably found it in one of my pouches. Probably. <laughs> he has been he has been rattling around in all the pouches. He's gonna pull out that pouch and hey. Speaking of which, shouldn't you some be summoning some animals? Not yeah. we're on dry land. Oh yeah, beginning of the day. Yeah, what well, some animals? All right. Well, oh, you were talking to him, not me. I was like, I'm not that kind of druid. <laughs> All right, let's. Well, not not anymore. All right, you can start throwing stuffed animals in a minute. Hold on. Stuffed animals. <laughs> you guys get to uh, the island itself, and he leads you to a little shack. <clears throat> Looks like uh, an oversized outhouse kind of thing. He says, come on, everybody's in here. Mm-hmm. He he opens the door and, and walks in. Do you follow him? I'm going to go last. Because I, I feel like he wants to kill me now. Which snaps. is pretty par for the course. Snaps parks the, the raft over in some reeds and stuff so it's not overly conspicuous. And Snaps follows him first, I guess, if you guys are afraid. Orn goes. I'm perfectly uh, happy to walk on in. Good enough for snaps. Good enough for me. 
All right, you walk in, there's a trap door that's just it's already open with steps going down into the ground. <clears throat> and you guys walk down, you expect below you know, water level? Yeah, below water level, yeah. Hmm. It goes down uh, and it's it's uh, worked stone, bricks, for about, uh, you go down, you think about 10 or 15 feet, and then it just turns into a stone cavern that's partially opened up, and there's about 30 people milling around in there. It's about 50 feet across. Uh, there's a section set up over to one side where, where people just have like uh, bedding set up, and then uh, there's one section where they they're set up to serve food and such. Uh, there's there's kids, women, children, adults, just kind of all intermingled. Mostly goblins, some gnomes, some humans, a couple of half elves, um, and then there's a table <clears throat> set up on the right hand side of the room with a couple of maps sitting on it, and you see Orlin along with uh, a couple other folks, a tiefling, a dwarf, and uh, uh, a goblin with a, uh, a staff. It's kind of a crooked wooden staff with the fire just kind of like continually coming off the end, the top end of it. And uh, the gnome skeek says, that's the, uh, that's the magus there. Uh, her name is... Uh, Taka Flame Tongue. She's uh she's she and Orlin are coming up with, with a plan, I think. Well, we better get over there then. Alright. Uh I thank Skeeks for showing us the way here. And then uh head that way. Alright. <clears throat> All right, as you guys approach the table, uh, uh everyone standing there looks up. Uh, Orlin sees you guys and smiles and says, you are still alive. I wondered if you would make it here before this whole mess got sorted out. Yeah, this uh, we actually followed this whole mess here uh, from where it attacked Glorn. Uh, uh, she says, excuse me, Magus, may I introduce the Chaguk tribe? Uh, Magus? Magus. She stands up and she nods and says, ah, adventurers. Um, I hope that you are here to help us deal with our Get the Yankee problem. Indeed, uh, we are. We have a personal interest in this Get the Yankee problem. It took some property from us while we were in Galorn. Ah, well, they're taking much property from me and my people right now. They've uh, conscripted the town to uh, load their fortress with food and goods so that they can subsist here on the prime material plane while they do whatever it is they're up to. Yeah, we're not sure, but it has something to do with hatching eggs and mind flares. Well, get Yankee do hatch from eggs, and they do hate mind flares, so those both make sense to me. Indeed. We're uh, uh, ready to help in whatever way we can. Did they just attack, or, or did they try to... Um you know, communicate in any way first. Uh, no, they they uh, just sort of smashed into the side of the tower, uh, jumped in, um, uh, took hostages, and, and told us that we have to either uh, help them uh, get all of the, the material goods that they need to subsist, or they will kill the hostages. Um, How many hostages are there? They had, they had several dozen. The uh, the ones 
that we're not willing to risk are the children they have on the top level of the tower. They have, they have my own daughter, um, as well as uh, nine or ten other children held up there. As adventurers, you know, uh, we're seeking to gain fame and glory for our tribe. Uh, if we were to uh, assist you with this, would you uh, perhaps grant us uh, protectorship? Uh, if you if you would be willing to help us, we're trying to come up with a plan now. If you would be willing to help us uh, free the children, we would. I would uh, gladly grant you my half of the Carevor token. <clears throat> As, as protectors, you'll still have to go to Kahukdar to get the other half. Uh, we won't be going to Kahukdar until this matter is resolved. Well, uh, Arlen, I th- I'll let Arlen tell you uh, uh, what plan we have have going so far. I'm going to go. I need to get some of our uh, soldiers ready. I'll be right back. Uh, she nods and says, it's good to have you here. And she like pats you all on the shoulder. Which requires her to stand on a bench for, for all of you, pretty much, but except for snaps. And 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 velvet cap. <laughs> yeah, well, I all figured right. he was hiding in a in a pouch or something. Yeah, he. Oh come on! It's, we're down in a dark cave. Old velvet should be on your yeah. shoulder, enjoying that. That's true. That is true. That is true. Yeah, he probably did clamber out of the the pouch. Come on, Velveeta, check it out. It's nice out here. The uh, the dwarf, uh, he's wearing wearing plate mail. He look, look smiles at you guys. He's missing a couple of teeth and throws out his hands. Ah, my name's Lobuck. I didn't get to introduce myself to you last time. Nice to meet you, Lobuck. He uh, shakes hands with you. Good says, to know you. Uh, you guys met Skeeks. Uh, he's a pretty good guy, especially uh, if he's on your side in the dark alley. This is uh, uh, Make. The tiefling, uh, she she sort of waves at you guys. She has uh, dark blue hair and a uh, prehensile tail of some sort. And uh, she she's got sort of uh, dusky, dark dark colored skin. You, you can't quite quite make out exactly what color it is. She's one of those healing uh, uh, sorcerers. That's why we keep her around. And that what you are? She says, and she sighs and says, "I'm a divine soul." Yeah, sure. Sure you are. Uh, yeah, Skeeks does the stabbing, and Orlin does the thinking. Which, I think it's already you. And what was your name again, Sir Dwarf? Lobuck. Lobuck. Right. So he does the stabbing, Orlin does the thinking, Make does the healing, and you do the stomping. I do the heavy lifting. Oh. Yeah. I'm, right. the, I'm the biggest guy in the party, so. No. Well, what do we know about um, about the, uh, the the island up there? Has anybody been on board? <clears throat> uh, Orlin says no one. Has, no one has made has gone on to the actual fortress itself. Um, all of our work has, has has been to get people out of the town. The the Magus thinks that if we can get enough of the of the um, hostages out that everyone else will fight back and the Githyanki will just leave because it'll be too much of a hassle. Because really all they're doing 
from our scouting that we've seen is they're just loading uh, food goods for the most part on onto the fortress tower uh, constantly. So anybody I would think that once they're finished doing that, they're probably more than likely just going to leave. Yeah, they're probably going to leave <clears throat> anyway. Uh, we're just not trusting them to not hurt the prisoners or not take them with them. There have been uh, that's true. There have been some reports that uh, that more citizens are going onto the fortress than are coming back out. Do we have any <laughs> idea how many get Yankee? Like, have we seen how many of the their forces they have? Uh, now we've not seen more than about uh, thirty at a time, um, so that doesn't mean there aren't more inside. But we've not seen more than thirty at a time. Um, our current plan was to try and uh, and distract, make a distraction on the outside while a small group snuck in uh, to try and free the children on the top level. Uh, we don't have anyone. We actually, she looks at snaps. We heard. Uh, snaps here had, had had to sneak into the tower in the past. We thought maybe we could reach out to to him or or someone in Nemo's camp to try and help us sneak a group in. Snaps says, "Yeah, I've been through the uh, through the plumbing a couple times to get up up into the tower." Well, if uh, Snaps can show us the way, we can do the uh, the wet work. Everything is wet around here. Arlen says, yeah, I'm fine causing a distraction. The The ambient effect of magic here in Carefor makes casting lightning bolts and fireballs and such pretty easy. Yeah, we met a guy on the way here who demonstrated that pretty heartily. Her, her eyes widen a little bit and says, uh, are you thinking, are you talking about the enchanter guy? Tim? Yes, yeah. Tim. Uh, yeah. He was impressive. Him. Yeah, he, he he tried to involve us in his studies, but we were able to uh, to get away. I, I've I've heard very few people will do get away. That's uh, not that he's uh, necessarily tries to hurt anyone. It just sort of happens, is what I hear. He, he's pretty careless with that fire. Well, I think in order to make this work, what I'm really going to need is a wheelbarrow, a, a lantern. And a Holocaust cloak. Yeah, I've heard of that plan before. <laughs> I think that's more of the distraction plan, though. Oh yeah, okay, that's right. That's up to you guys. Okay, all, all I really need is my awesome. uh, my 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 bow, and my arrows, and <laughs> you have my bow and my sword and my thoughts and prayers and temporary profile picture. Maybe you should hold on to your weapons. You might need them in the tower. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so... You, you uh, can still have my thoughts and prayers and temporary profile picture. Oh, well, that's appreciated. Yeah. Um, all right, so we will... Uh, yeah, we're happy to make a uh, to make a scene. Lobuck is the best at doing so. Uh, he can pretty much get anyone's attention. He just sort of nods quietly off to the side while he's drinking, you know, a giant mug of ale. Hey, what was the name of that uh, the guy that I beat in the drinking contest? I need to write that down in my bio. <laughs> Front down in your bio. His name is that was in Galorn. 
Because uh, I got the T-shirt. Yeah. I should. Have, I probably had the T-shirt on. Probably do have the T-shirt on. I've got it written down over here somewhere under my galore and stuff. Born as the bold, the half halfling. B-O-R-N-A-T. Yeah, I had my. I beat Born as drinking shirt on. Okay. <laughs> they probably don't know who that is because they haven't been there yet. And they have not been to Galorn. All right. <clears throat> I'm just kind of like, you know, it's like. It's a nice t shirt. Is your chest sore? <laughs> <laughs> a little. Did a lot of. A lot of this on the way here today. A lot of a lot of work in your pole. Yeah. This morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I like to call it pole stroking. Um, that's my gotcha. term for it. Gotcha. So, got some got some blisters, to be honest. You gotta, yeah. you gotta take it easy. You gotta we gotta work up to that all day stuff. Uh, you know, I didn't really have a choice. I had to get things done quickly and get here. All right, so uh, Orland says <clears throat> we could, with with the help of you, we could probably do this today if if y'all are ready. We could uh, for you. It would be best probably to do the infiltration. Actually, it may be best to do the infiltration during the day when there's a lot of stuff going on. You might be less noticed. It'd definitely be best right. for us to make the commotion during the day when uh, it'd be easier for them to see us. So here's what we need to do before we split up. Velveeta here is going to release some spores, but not right now because it only lasts for an hour. So then we can chit chat in our brains. How do you know anything about this plan? <laughs> I've been licking his head for like two hours. <laughs> when you, when you I'm lick pretty his head, sure you he can was talk to Ish for two minutes afterwards. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure he was planning to light my face on fire. Luckily, I don't have no facial hair. So you look over, and he like hides the flint still behind his back, and and looks around, like trying to <laughs> look innocent. It's okay, buddy. I understand. I wouldn't want somebody licking my head either. <laughs> yeah, Mo- Mokuzar's just waiting for it to happen. <laughs> he keeps he keeps asking you with mental pictures what time Abalos goes to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so I do All have right. an idea. The, when you when you cause the distraction, you you could really confuse them because you're a dwarf and you don't look like a wizard mm-hmm. by announcing yourself as a wizard. As I normally a really just accomplished wizard. I normally just grow to about nine feet tall and start punching stuff. That works too. Cool. That's really my only move. That's a pretty solid move. Thanks. Takes another sip of his giant mug of ale. I beat this guy here in a drinking contest. <laughs> Who are you pointing at? The name on the shirt. Oh, I thought you were pointing at one of the other guys in, in the room. I mean, yeah, I beat them too. Bornaz the Bold? Yeah, he's a half-halfling. What's, what's the other half? Uh, if he's a half halfling, I think it might be the other two thirds, but I'm not real good at math. I've had too much to drink to do that math. Maybe three fourths. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's either two thirds or three fourths. If he's half a halfling, he's got to be half of something else, which could be 
three quarters, I guess. Half a halfling. No, I guess he's only half something else. I think the half and the word halfling's throwing me off. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Hey, oh, Orn, wake up. I'm here. Mostly. Do you want? Uh, Lobuck offers, he's like, I've got, uh, I carry a keg of Dwarven L around with me. Uh, since we're all probably going to like kill stuff slash get killed together, I'll, I'll share some with y'all if you want some before we go. Yeah, that'd be great. I need to work up the courage to ask the goblins around here what this uh, tattoo on my back means. So far, I've gotten non-committal answers at best. Okay. Those uh, drunken goblin soirees. Uh... Thing is, none of the people I was drinking with were goblin. Maybe it means mushroom liquor. That was before I did that, so that would be weird. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was a recent thing you picked up. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, he starts pouring out, pouring out uh, dwarven ale for everyone to try. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah, Mokuzar takes a drink and uh, offers some to Velvet Cap if he okay. wants any. It comes out almost in a consistency of molasses, uh, but still has a foamy head. And you you would estimate it to be about 216 proof when you take a sip. <laughs> Jeez. What? Goes down like butter. As he keeps just chugging it. You could literally you could literally just use this as napalm. You could just light things on fire with this. What's a napalm? Um, Greek fire. I don't know what a Greek is, but I like fire. Yeah, this this could definitely cause some. You could spread this over the water and light it, the water on fire. It'd be a waste of good ale. <laughs> Unless you were burning enemies, I guess. That's why the dwarves will never rule the world. <laughs> that still seems like a waste. Why would you want to burn people you don't like with good ale? Makes no sense. Kuzar says, well, I've never understood the phrase, butter my biscuits, but if the butter's like this, I'm down. Yeah, I this could put, dangerous. Yeah, I can dip a biscuit in some of this. That's a good idea. <laughs> Orn, what? Orn's eating snacks. Yeah. <laughs> he and Fair he enough. and the- yeah, he and Velveteen Rabbit are over there sharing some blueberries. Well, the, uh, I'm, I'm honestly guys I'm trying to see how many nicknames I can come up with in a single session. Uh, well, Mushroom's having trouble standing up because he took a big swig of Mokuzar's drink. Yogurt Slinger? I'm not, looking, no. I'm, I'm not licking him now. He's way too buzzed. <laughs> There's little bubbles just popping out of the little spores. <laughs> All right. Man, I had a whole thing prepared that I was going to tell the dwarf how to introduce himself as a wizard, too. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he just turns into a giant dwarf, which weirds people out, and then he attacks them. I am Usador, wizard of the 12th realm of Ephesus, master of light and shadow, manipulator of the magical delights. Devourer of Chaos, Champion of the Great Halls of Tarakas. The Elves know me as Fiyang Yalak. The Dwarves know me as Zun Habistinx. I'm also known in the Northeast 
as Gizmanus Maystar. First of all, that where did that come from? Second, did I hear crickets halfway through that? <laughs> I swear somebody <laughs> used a cricket sound that effect. Was, that was my that was my watch. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's from the that's from the hello at hello from the Magic Tavern podcast. There's a wizard who's on there every time. That's every single time. That's how he introduces himself. Oh, gotcha. Well, does and he, he have a cricket his... sound effect halfway through? Because that made it amazing. <laughs> no. no, he doesn't. But uh, uh, he also has many secret names that uh, he he does not tell people because uh, you know. they're secret. It, yeah. Well, it's it's actually really funny. Uh, you should watch it. Anyway, or listen to it rather. It's nothing to watch. I spend all my time listening to our podcast. Yeah, I want to listen to our podcast too. But you know, Life in the Magic Tavern or Hello from the Magic Tavern is also pretty funny. All right. I'll keep that in mind. I probably won't remember. All right. Uh yeah, so what do y'all what do y'all want to do? You ready to go in make this thing happen? Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll wait to summon the animals so we get there so we don't have to like get on the raft or wait them through the water. All right. Um I uh, I want to ask and see if uh, since we're going to be infiltrating, if anybody knows of any potions of healing that might be for sale. <laughs> the Magus comes back over. <clears throat> she hears you saying that. And she says, "We do have a couple of, of healing potions. If you'd be willing to buy them, that would be that would be good. I'm sure we're yeah. I'm, I'm I'm willing to pay for them. Whatever you've got available." She says, "Well, uh, yeah, between you and the." And the uh, burning banner, we've been we've been uh, able to sell them all pretty much. Let me see how many we've got left. Uh, three. There are three potions of healing. Still I'll unclaimed. just go ahead and buy all three of them. 150? Yep, 150. For sure. You guys should have bought healing potions in Galorm before you left because you got that 10% discount. We should oh, I've got I've got five. I got four. Oh. <laughs> I was down to zero. Yeah. You've also got snaps. He's got healing fingers. Uh, I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> That's your choice. I got at least. All right. <clears throat> hey there, Skeets, man. I'm really sorry about what I does gnome. Um, puns. That was yeah. really cool of me. <laughs> yeah, I forgive you. It's it's pretty common. People can't resist at first. Um, but that really is why I became an assassin. I just couldn't take it anymore. Well, I just uh, just want to give you some of this uh, awesome fruit that we have from our Ever Ice box as, a, as an apology. Sure. All right, so I hand him some of that awesome fruit that we put away in the Ever Ice box. All right, he eats it. It's really good. He thanks you. Don't touch a cooler. Don't touch the cooler. Oh, this is delicious. Thank you so much. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's handy having an Ever Ice box. Never even heard of it. <clears throat> Neither did we. All right, well, how much is on that? Uh, anything else you guys need before you leave? I think, nah, I'm I think okay. I'm good. 
I've got my gloves of swimming and climbing on because I feel like I'm going to have to do one or both. Good uh, Danny, view. how much does yep. half plate cost? Half plate? Mm-hmm. You think somebody's got half plate for sale down in this fucking cave? <laughs> <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to say, I'm not sure, but they don't have any for sale here. Look, dude, it's not, it's not freaking EverQuest, okay? There's not a guy down here exchanging, exchanging beetle pinchers for copper pieces, all right? Hey, when the DM has to roll, there's always a chance. Yeah, we're not side questing this thing. Future reference half plate normally costs 750 gold pieces. Before you proceed to the tower, you have to bring me 500 fish scales. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you guys do need to get the fish scales first. Ah, Yahtzee. <laughs> it should only take six hours of your time. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's grind. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, yeah. when we get to where we're, we're going to split up, mm-hmm. um, uh, velvet velvet cap mushroom ears definitely needs to uh, pour us all so we can stay in communication. Well, that's between him and Mokuzar. Wants to do that or not? I'll stop licking him if he does it. I would suggest you stop licking him in the first place. Well, keep it going. He'll start slinging yogurt. <laughs> Come on. No. Why? Come on, man. But you kept making the joke. Okay. <laughs> Put on a T-ball, bitch. Where are the cat butts when we need them? Somewhere else. <laughs> Who are you looking for, right. John? <laughs> cat butts. Cat butts. <laughs> for some cat butts. All right. John's like somebody, somebody save me. <laughs> for cat, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing about cat butts. They're they're always there when you don't want them, and never there when you need them. They were here earlier. I don't know. But... All right. So uh... no guest appearances this this podcast. So so velvet spores engulf everyone. Uh, all of the burning. The burning banner, <clears throat> and do you, you want to get the magus in on that as well? Yeah. All right. So you got an hour of talky talky time. All right. Testing, uh, testing, mm-hmm. testing. One niner, one niner. Yep, got in. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> all right. Um, do we all do we all need handles? Uh, the uh, burning crusade, burning banner. People just start walking away. <laughs> it's a horrible name for a group. The Company of the Burning Banner? Yeah. I think Chaguk Tribe is a horrible name for a group, so there you go. All right. Um, let's go. They don't say that, do they? It's a bit play no. there. Do they say that? Screw y'all. That's it. It's a fine name for a tribe, terrible name for an adventuring group. All right. So they are going to go uh, south. To try and uh, cause a ruckus, to give you guys uh, some space to kind of come direct, go directly east into town, try to get out. Oh, oh boy, we need to stop this. I didn't even know anything was playing. I can't hear anything. I didn't think it was actually a real song. No, oh. come on, guys. <laughs> <What is it? laughs> I don't even know. All right, I'm just gonna have to remove that. That. 
from the. <laughs> I'm gonna watch him manage it. All right. I'm sad that's actually a song, but okay. Uh, I forget what was happening. Oh yeah, <laughs> we, we were leaving to go do things. That's right. Here's what we're gonna do. You guys, uh, here, here are your tasks that you need to perform. You need to infiltrate into the tower and get to the top floor. Right. We're gonna do this as a series of challenges where whenever you fail, terrible and horrible things happen to you. Uh, but unless you completely bomb, you don't die. Do, you do? Well, do the terrible things happen to all of us or just some some of us? Uh, mostly, mostly to the people who fail, but but to everyone a little bit. So you all suffer a little bit when someone fails, but the person who fails suffers the most. Does okay. Yes. Fair. All right. So uh, everybody, roll me some initiatives. Uh, you oh, have to... uh, we got to click on our characters. Yeah, let me throw you on a. Uh, I'm just going to toss your. Well, no, I don't want to do that. I'll toss my token. Just uh... just call out an initiative. Just call one out. No. I, I can roll I'll... it. I'll move you to another. Well, the problem is adding you to the turn order without putting your token. <laughs> Look, I'll just roll. You can, I can just roll it. I don't think you're understanding my words. What if I just we roll, can just roll it and then you can add us to the initiative? How do you do that? Is that a thing you can do? So whatever we roll, um, <laughs> go to the settings for turn order, turn order, and just add oh, a custom. Add custom item. Yeah, I'll just do that. That way, I don't have to pull with it. Twenty-two point two. That's lucky. That's got to be lucky. It's- it's good, that's for sure. All right. Well, for All some right. reason, it added it as. Uh, oh, that was weird. It was seventeen point one three. Well, let me do that again for Balos. And Mo Kuzar. I'm not going to make Snaps do any of this. It'll just be the three of you. All right, and then I need Oren to roll initiative as well. And a 12 for Oren. Okay. So, uh, you approach the the actual island itself. Uh, we're gonna try to sneak in. You can get help from from Snaps on your turn. Uh, Snaps knows the area. Yeah, he's he's generally gonna be guiding you every round, right? So he's gonna guide you. There's a cat butt. He's gonna guide you to to the entrance to the tower where there's a uh, a uh, Basically, uh, you know, just a sewage. Nope, exit. there's there's the cat. Yep, he he says I'm going to guide you basically to a sewage exit, and then we're going to make our way up the levels of the tower. Um, I know my way around pretty well. Um, just just so you know, so like I told you before, this part of Carevor is covered with the uh, with freshwater springs, kind of all over the place. Well, there's a couple directly underneath the the tower, 
and they use those springs to to basically provide water throughout the entire tower. So like everywhere inside of here has running water. It's kind of yeah, yeah. Every level of the town has water features. Uh, every level is about twenty feet high. Also on the inside, there's a lot of like uh, uh, ever glowing orbs that kind of float in the air that they use for daylight, and they just uh, cover them at night, that sort of thing. If they don't need them, kind of. So you said twenty foot high. So there's five levels then. Approximately five. There are five levels. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we have to get in and make it through four levels to get to the fifth. Uh, gotcha. We'll try and we'll just try and like cause as little disruption as possible and try and try and get up to the top without without causing any more uh, of a scene than we have to. Ooh, that's really not my strong suit. <laughs> All right. So on each of your turns, uh, as you go through here, you can give me something that you're trying to do to to get through the situation. The uh, you can use spells, you can use abilities, uh, whatever. If you succeed, uh, for the most part, it'll be good for you. If you fail, it'll be bad. If uh, more than if more than one of you fails on every on a given round, it'll make things harder at the end. You're, you're not going to just like stop. Um, so that makes sense. Yep. <clears throat> All right. This is going to go over like a. Lead balloon. You tell me. You tell me what your character's going to do when it's your turn, and I will uh, tell you the difficulty level of the check before you make it, or the attack roll, or whatever. Question: When someone yep. decides what they are going to do, if we all clap and say "Good answer, good answer," is that gonna is that gonna help in any way at all? I think it'll just make things seem more fun. I okay. thought we were all just right rolls. Yeah, without going over. Nah, man. Totally family feud. <laughs> Survey says... You're wrong. You're getting eaten by a dragon. Alright, so, Balos, you guys are approaching the base of the tower. You're still outside. Uh, you gotta try to make it in somehow. What are you gonna do to try and help everyone make it inside? Now, off in the distance, you do see a, a dwarf turning into a giant and screaming and like throwing axes up into the air, and he does seem to be getting a lot of attention. So that is going to make things a little easier for you. Okay, so we're actually at the tower, or we're still far from the tower. Like, where are we at in relation to the tower? You're still, you're still uh, at the edge of the water, uh, at the edge of the water, where the on the island where the tower is. So okay, it's about a twenty to thirty yards. From where you are to the base of the tower, we're going to try to start trying to get in. Okay, and we need to make it to the base of the tower to get to the sewer. Yep, and get the sewer grate, get the sewer grate open, and get in. Yep. All right. So first thing we need to do is get to actually to the tower. Okay. Um. I guess I could, I could try to stealth my way up to the area and make sure there's no. No stragglers here that we might run into in between here and the tower. All right. Yeah, that would be giving me a stealth roll. It's going to be DC 15. Oh, that's. I'm going to have to roll at least a 10. Ah. All right, can I go ahead and use my inspiration? Uh, you can, yeah. Or... This is terrible. All right. Oh, you get plus five to your. Uh, remember that. You have oh, is it a plus save. five? That's not an ability check. It's a yeah. save. 
Yeah, so I get to re-rolls, uh, right? With that, yeah. If you want to use your inspiration, you can re-roll it. Oh man, it's still not great. Thirteen. Okay. You know my inspiration. <laughs> no, no, just let it go. All right. So, uh, so you're trying to work your way up through there. Roll me a d6. DC 15 is hard, man. It is. Especially oh, yeah. on deck space character. You have a. He is a deck space character, and he. he I'm a deck space character. I know. Yeah. It was a joke. <laughs> he had a he had a 55 percent chance of success. So yeah, it's not great. There you okay, go. <clears throat> um, you're walking up through there, and uh, it looks like they must have laid traps uh, in the water at the uh, at the edge of the where the water comes out at the grate. You step on step on one and it hurts you. You take uh, one hit point of damage. Oh man! Ow! <coughs> My toes. All right, Mokazar. I guess I relay back to those traps. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Telepathically. So, yeah. That's right. Malus. Malus lets you know that there's traps, Mokazar, as you guys are coming through here. You basically, you actually don't have to get out of the water since you're going, you know, it's where the sewer thing comes out. You can come right up to the edge. You can stay in the water the whole time if you want. Okay. Uh, Uzar uh, begins um, muttering and uh, making incantations Mm -hmm. in a magical form and uh, transforms into a cloud of gas. Wow. And yep. turns uh, gassy. Yes, and uh, you'll be you'll be right at home in the sewer. I could have taught you how to do that without turning like into the gas itself. It's still making All it. Right. All right. So uh, I float over, and there's a a faint uh, hint of a cloud, I guess, that drifts over uh, to near where Balos is. No, that's not faint. That's all not right. faint at all. You, you had <laughs> eggs for dinner. All right. Give me a. Uh, what happens if we inhale a little bit of them? Give me a spell check, I guess. Um, a DC eight. Okay. What is that? Just a spell attack. Why does he get a DC eight? Yeah. Well, he used a level three spell. <laughs> All right. I don't so... have spells. Why should I be punished for not having spells? <laughs> Your punishment was one hit point. Wasn't too bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a thirteen. All right, thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you just kind of you waft in into the sewer area there. All right. You're able to. That's nasty. <laughs> Orin. John Waft. Yep. Yeah, uh, Mokazar wafts past you. It's uh, it's less smelly than you would have expected. Actually, you're a little surprised, and. Uh, Balos has his foot caught in a bear trap, and he's just kind of like dragging his leg behind him. He's actually caught in a bear trap. <laughs> it's just my no, toe. Like, it's just my toe. He like <laughs> scraped his leg on just like a little pointed stick that was that was in the water. Calling you like, it actually wasn't even a trap. It was just part of the natural growth around the island. <laughs> All right. Um, does Zorn thing he can like rip the bars off, possibly, or? Muscles, I imagine he definitely thinks he can rip the bars off. Yes. Okay. I would think so. <laughs> athletics. <laughs> yep. You can give me an athletics check. 
BDC 15. Look at that. He definitely uh, pulls it loose. Must have been recently well oiled or something, but you don't tell anyone that. You just slide it slides open without hardly a screech. In the distance, you uh, see lightning getting shot up into the air towards that red dragon. and hear people screaming as uh, the other group says, I think we got their attention. Stupid dragon. Keeps running when we try to fight. <laughs> All right. So you, uh, I say, uh, good one, Orlin. You know, I'm assuming she sent the lightning. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Can I hand the gate to Balos? <laughs> no. Yeah, but Balos just kind of shuffles in behind you <laughs> and sort of snaps, and then you close it, you close it back. Mumbling uh, all the way. So, uh, you, you travel, travel through there for about 15, well, not even 15 minutes, about three or four minutes, really. And, uh, you get to a, an, another opening on the inside where you can see, you see people walking around, but you also see get the Yankee walking around, like telling them what to do and like ordering them around. And it's like basically everyone's just kind of gathering up dry goods and that sort of thing. So, so point of order, if this mission fails, it's totally on the Magus. Cause when you look at our two groups of people, mm-hmm. two orcs and me, and then you got another group that actually has a gnome assassin and a tiefling. And you look at our group and say, oh, yeah, these guys for sure are the ones who should sneak into the tower. Not at all the group that has, I don't know, an assassin. So you're suggesting that Subtle is not written all over all of us. You, uh, I'm wondering I'm wondering if maybe the Magus had some of the Dwarven Ale when she made that decision. Well, first, uh, the other group has two people that can cast lightning bolts and fireballs. And, a, and, a, and an almost 10-foot-tall dwarf. Yeah, all right. And, and second, Mokuzor volunteered for this mission <laughs> instead of the other one. <laughs> hey, but we have a uh, fungus. Among us, yeah. So I'm still a cloud at the moment. Fair point. All right. So uh, so anyway, you're, you're into the first level. You just have to make it uh, up through the stairwells and stuff to the second level now. And it is Balos' turn. Actually, actually, let's shift. Well, the second time through, we'll start with Mokuzar. We'll oh, it's, a re- it's a reverse draft. Yeah. All right, so oh, Mokuzar, nice. you go first. All right. Um, so I guess we see people moving about. Yep. And my goal is just to try and get past them without being noticed. Yeah, Snaps points out uh, where the stairs are to the next level. It's, I mean, it's fair, a fair distance across across the level. So inside of the this level, there's actually buildings, like small buildings, stuff that are kind of attached to the tower. Um, and then, so the, some of them are freestanding in, in the center parts of the tower. Some of them are off to the side, or like attached to one of the walls, the exterior walls. There's there's streets. Um, it's like it's like a small subsection of a town just inside of a giant tower. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess I'll just kind of look for uh, a path that would be um, out of direct line of sight, or you know, just not 
obvious. And uh, I guess I take my gaseous form and try to get low down to the ground. To get low? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So another thing is there are lights floating around about around the 18 foot range. just kind of floating around providing light. Illumination okay, well, inside. Okay. So if the lights are at the 18 foot range and yeah. it's a 20 foot ceiling, I could maybe go above the lights. Yeah. Yeah. You could float above the lights. Aren't okay, the lights so globes that give off light in all directions? Well, they are, but I mean, I'm assuming that if I'm behind a light source, that would reduce vision. Mm-hmm. So I would do right. that. Uh, yep. All right. So uh, give me, I guess, give me a stealth check. I'll say it's, say it's DC 10. Stealth check. See how stealthy I am. I'm very Ooh. stealthy with a 21. A critical success. Um, yeah, that appeared to be the right thing to do. Nothing seems to notice you <laughs> at all. Um, you did. You did the good things. All right. Um, it is Orin's turn. Oh, because Orin. stealthy is can be um uh, yeah so mokazar just just says see you guys later and just floats up to the ceiling and goes to the stairs and brandon is making art for us on the map yeah see that all right so what are you going to do here you're also going to be stealthy it's on try all right so dc 15 what's the second like <laughs> That's why I never turn that on unless I actually have advantage. Always I mean, should I have inspiration? <laughs> it's too late. It's uh, all right. So roll, roll me a d6. You failed with a thirteen. It's too much. Like too much tight of days enjoyment. I can't use it. Because his palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Oh my gosh! How long have you been holding that? <laughs> what do you mean? Hey, uh, roll a d6. I prepare, I prepare things for every session. You prepare spaghetti? Sounds good. Mm. A two. All right. Um, you you uh, are walking through there, and someone is uh, dropping rice out of a building, and a 50-pound bag hits you right in the back. hurts you pretty bad. You lose one hit die. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. A 50-pound bag hits Orn, and he loses one hit die? Yeah. Hits him in the back of the neck. So hit die, I'm losing 1d12 hit points, or I'm losing one of my hit dice? You're losing one of your hit dice. Okay. He won't have it. He knows his whole back's to the ropes. And all these lyrics are just fitting perfectly. All right, Balos. You see... uh, You see... Mokazar just floats up to the ceiling and, and wafts away. And uh, Oren finds a, finds a way to go, and he gets, like, cracked in the back with some rice. But he makes it to the stairs as well. What you going to do? So how far is it from where we are to the stairs? It's about 30 yards. 90, 100 feet, somewhere in there. 
Okay, I guess I'll just misty step over there then. Misty step? Isn't misty step like 30 feet? What? No. It is. More than, way more than that. <clears throat> it's 30 feet, man. It is 30 feet. All right, do I see somewhere within 30 feet that I feel like I can misty step to and get there more easily than from where I'm at right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it puts you in a, in a better line that you could take to get there. All right, I'll cast Misty Step to get over there and then try to, I guess, um, sneak the rest there. of the way. Yeah, so you want me to use cast Misty Step? Uh, you don't have to click it. Just just take the spell off. Take of your... the spell off. Okay, I've done that. And now, do you want me to It'd be a DC ten <laughs> stealth check? All right. Jeez, Louise. Can I at least roll a freaking six? Let's find out, I guess. Yes, a twelve. All right. So, uh, roll me a D three. One D three. Oh God, I don't even know how to do that. You can just tap slash roll one D three. I mean, if I go to the D four and click on three, does that work? No, that would be three D four. Uh, that's not good. So, what'd you say to do? Type slash roll one D three. Slash roll space one D three. Okay. One. All right. Um as you're uh you're walking over there, someone spills a bunch of nails and you you don't you manage not to cry out, but you step on some of them and fall over a little bit and you take four points of damage from all these I nails. I, I thought I succeeded. Side. Did I not succeed on my check? You did, you did. The that's why you're rolling a D three instead of a D six. So, uh, it's worse. It's worse if you fail. Like it could potentially be worse if you fail. The important thing been, is, is there a, a way that you can succeed by enough that you don't that nothing bad happens? I guess. Yeah, John did it. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, I feel I feel fucked. So, well, right. no, so the success the success makes things better. The fact that two of you succeeded makes things better at the end. Okay, so I lose four hit points? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's not bad. It's just, I, feel, I feel like I, I failed even though I succeeded. No, yeah, you you succeeded. And so, yeah, at the end, it'll make things easier the more, more successes you guys get on your way yeah. out. If that makes sense. I believe you. All right, so you guys make it to the second level. The second level for whatever reason, is where they have uh, all the animals and stuff set up. You'd think they'd have them on the first level, but they don't. They have them all on the second level. So there are... Uh, um, but it's mostly it's mostly not uh, horses and stuff. It's uh, There's some donkeys. There are uh, like a lot of pets and stuff in this area. Um, that sort of thing. But uh, not as many people doing stuff, but there are still some githyanki around, you guys see, as you kind of sneak around the corner into the second level. And Snaps tells you that there's a lift that you can take. You can pull yourself up to the third level. It'll probably be the, the quickest and, and easiest way to get up the third level, because you see you see some githyanki on the stairs. Yeah, as long as, uh, as, long as none of the animals are going to be tossing rice or throwing nails on the ground. I don't know. Some, some of the animals might be antsy. And bitey. I'll have to wait and see. Yeah. That doesn't right. sound good. We're going to start with Orin this time. 
All right, Warren, what do you want to do to try to get uh, make it to the lift and get up to the third level? There's uh, what exactly is in my way? There's uh, there's a bunch of shops and stuff. Most of them are are abandoned, but there's also some githyanki out here. There's it's like an exotic bird shop. There's a donkey emporium. There's uh, you know a place that specializes in rodents. Yeah, Don't go to, to the donkey emporium. No. Yeah. And there's a, a place that uh, sells scorpions of all kinds. Go there. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Go there and roll your failure. <laughs> well, there's a you know, uh, poisonous, poisonous snakes. Me thinks and I will go snakes. to the scorpion shop. No. No. There's a snakes and snacks no. shop. No. No, no. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm gonna do. Okay. <laughs> or just go straight through the best he can. I'm just gonna. I just. I make that an athletics check. I guess DC 15. <laughs> He's just sort of like head down. Just get there. Exactly. Like blinders on. It's just whatever. It doesn't matter what gets in his way. He's donkey punching the donkeys. <laughs> DC fifteen. DC fifteen athletics check. Eighteen. All right, roll me a D three. That is a success, though. You pull up. You have to type it in. Slash roll. No, you have to type it in. Slash roll space one D three. He's doing this. Hey, roll twenty. Give us a D three. D three. Or you can roll a D six and one, two, three, four, five, six. One. One okay. Uh, sure enough, as you uh, as you just head down, go through there. Out of nowhere, a baboon with a rock just slings it at you and cracks you upside the head for four points of damage. He's not going to be okay with that. I mean, <laughs> no <laughs> barbarian is going to be okay with that. And then, then it screams Stop and a baboon. It screams and runs straight over to where the Githyankis are. The Githyanki starts yelling at it. Oh my gosh, dude. You're really sitting there like being like, you know what? Is he going to do what's good for the party? Is he going to play his character? <laughs> this is the moment you waited for. All right, so it's up, it's up to you. You make it to the lift. The baboon had crap in its other hand. <laughs> could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. <sighs> no, I... Watching John silently like, laugh is great. I'm like totally like not playing the barbarian character by not raging right now. <laughs> you you make it. You're, you're good. You stop. Right, Balus. Damn it, Danny. <laughs> Trap me. Yeah. There's 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 poo boons all over the place. All right. John's still muted laughing over there. It's great. I am going to shoot. Uh... Did Bogus just get a heat gun out of nowhere? <laughs> Yes. That <laughs> <What the> crap. <laughs> Don't pay attention. What, what are you making? <laughs> All right, uh, Balos, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to fire a bursting arrow into this into the scorpion shop. Are you Ooh. toasting your cheese and crackers? What? Don't put that at your face. It's not plugged in yet. That is not a good hair removal option, by the way. 
<laughs> before you try it. I'm tired of shaving my head. Leave me that, alone. <laughs> that is not that is not a manscaping tool. Just <laughs> all right. Uh, fire your bursting arrow into the scorpion shop, Valor. Anything's a manscaping tool if you're brave enough. True. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this is gonna take a a 16 to come out good for you. <laughs> what? I'm let I'm letting loose a whole bunch of. Venomous right, scorpions well, to distract a bursting them. arrow. I'll say a twelve. It's DC twelve. But but what do you want me to roll? Attack, attack roll. roll. Mm-hmm. Just a regular attack roll with my longbow. Mm-hmm. Damn. A twenty-six. <laughs> Not just a twenty-four, but a twenty-four plus two. It doesn't even say twenty-six. It just says twenty-four. Krakakoom. Parts and entire entire scorpions go shooting everywhere. Apparently, there are a lot of scorpions in there that were that were over twelve inches long. They just start, <laughs> start start shooting out, and then on top of that, there were also giant scorpions there and there that are pissed. They just come screeching out. <laughs> come screeching out, claws claws everywhere, just like pinching pinching. Get the Yankees right in their asses as they come out. Just it's like jackass all over again. There's a a uh, a poor a poor uh, gnome with his hair on fire comes out uh, with scorpions all over him all over him just like like a guy on fire kind of thing with scorpions everywhere and just runs straight into the closest get the Yankee and bear hugs him screaming stuff with his lungs. Help me, uh, Matt! Roll a D three. Roll a D three. Uh, Matt, 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 Matt. Okay, sorry. Um... I had to mute. <laughs> I was laughing so loudly. I'm, I'm so really surprised that I didn't wake my daughters up. Okay. A three. A three. All right. Uh, One of the scorpions the, lands on my head and jabs me in the forehead. Yeah. yeah the, a, uh, it's not a scorpion. It's just a stinger. Comes flip, flipping <laughs> out and hits you right right uh, under your arm before you put your oh. bow down. Right in the underarm. You can <laughs> You can choose to either take damage or lose two hit dice. I'll just uh, I'll t- take the damage. All right. Uh, Unless there's poison involved, then I can... no, it, it, it's it's five poison damage, but it doesn't poison you. Okay, good. All right. <sighs> but it it uh, it makes quite the scene, and you're able to to just kind of stroll through there and get to the to the lift. I'm pretty sure John should get bonuses for whatever he does based on that. Yeah, uh, Mokazar, I'm going to reduce the difficulty by your, of yours by two. Although you're still a gas, right? You're yeah, welcome. I'm still gas, and I'm just going to try to disguise myself as uh, smoke wafting <laughs> away from the place. All right, that'll be it's a DC 13 stealth check for you then. All right. 16. 16. Roll me a, um, roll me a D3. The D three. Right. It's a three. All right. You uh, <clears throat> are going through an area, and a uh, Gith Yankee with uh, with robes kind of kind of cock, cocks his head and uh, and casts a spell, and you turn back into yourself. But by the time when he cast it. You were kind of almost out of his line of sight, and so you turn back into yourself right around the corner. Okay, see you. Uh, And uh, when that happens, 
a baboon with a rock hits you in the head because <laughs> you scare it. <laughs> freaking you scare baboons. You can, you can choose to either lose two hit dice or take damage. Same as Matt. I'll take damage. All right. It's going to be a heck of a rock. He hits, he hits you for four points of damage outside the noggin and screeches and runs away. <clears throat> All right. The baboon distracts the, the gith in the robes and he thinks he thinks he just cast a spell on a baboon. So You guys make it to the lift and Snaps operates it. You make it up from the second level to the third level. So you made it through the first and second levels. <clears throat> on the third level, uh, this appears to be where all of the uh, the uh, mer- higher-end merchants and housing and stuff is. Uh, this is a well-to-do area. What? Uh, yes, it's just a housing area. There's no, there's no merchants here. I'm sorry. This is like uh, we're at the main housing district. So there's lots of small little houses. A lot of them are like uh, like duplexes, multiple multiple housing areas involved. <laughs> Multiple houses per building. Um, and uh, you come into the lift, and Snap says, Okay, the only way to get to the fourth level is the spiral staircase in the center. Uh, they're going to have people watching that for sure. Uh, let's do this. And we, um, are, <clears throat> we are back to Balos going first. Shit. Uh, so this staircase is in the middle? Yep. Uh, yeah. So it's got a it's got a uh, central pillar, and the stairs go around it, and there is a uh, a guardrail and stuff all the way around. It's fairly large. Like the stairwell itself is about twelve feet wide, and so it takes up about almost thirty feet in the center, thirty feet in diameter in the center of the level. And how? Where are the gith at? Uh, you can see see some. They're kind of spread around everywhere but they're definitely keeping an eye on the comings and goings of people going up and down the stairs you see people with like sacks of stuff carrying up the stairs and empty sacks coming down the stairs um uh, uh, the houses in the area there any that look especially run down or not well taken care of this is fairly nice area some of the houses some of the buildings actually go all the way up to the ceiling, though. Uh, they're like three-level buildings where multiple, you know, multiple. Would it families be possible to try to climb a house up to the ceiling and then then climb over to the stairs? There's a couple close enough that you could uh, like jump from a window onto the stairs, yet towards the top of the stairs, something like that. All right, I'm going to use my. I'm going to try to sneak over to one of those and use my gloves of climbing to climb up the. Uh, the side of one of those houses. Okay, yeah, I'll let you do uh, acrobatics or or stealth with a DC twelve with your gloves. Okay, yeah, it gives uh, it gives bonuses to climbing and swimming. Yep. Yes, it's um, giving you those bonuses. That's going to drop the DC down to twelve. Okay. All right. So acrobatics. Okay. All right. Oh, I'll, I'll try an acrobatics. Twenty three. Oh, Twenty three. Yep. Uh, you skedaddle straight up through there. Um, Just call me Spider-Man. No, you'd like that too much. No, we're, we're going to call you Scorpion Forehead. <laughs> Scorpion Underarm, thank you. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got a sort of a Scorpion's, goiter there now. Scorpion Pit. 
Scorpion Death. <laughs> Sting Pit. It sounds right. cool. You guys get a message from uh, Lobuck. Says, says, how's it going? He sounds like he's sounds like he's breathing heavy, which is weird because it's meant all mental. But uh, uh, we're on our way up. We're on the third level, headed up to the fourth. Uh, okay, try to hurry. We're uh, having a hard time. So are we. I got stung in the pit by a scorpion tail. Yeah, that sounds like a good story. All right, Mokuzar, how are you going to get through this level? Mokuzar is uh, is uh, inspired by Balos's climbing and jumping and attempts to do the same. Although, since I don't have gloves, I'm not as acrobatic as he is. I'm just going to have to brute force it. All right. Uh, so you're going to try to climb inside of a building and jump across? Yeah. All right. That's going to be athletics. Any spells that could help you do that? Probably do, but I'm not going to use those. All right. Now, give me an athletics check or acrobatics, either one. It's going to be DC 15, uh, 16, I think. I'm using those spells. Here we go. No. 16 oh, wow. on the dot. It's wow. a 16. Look at them go. Dude, right, roll me a three point shot at the buzzer, man. Roll me a D three. And so you uh, you make it up and you leap across. That's fucking crazy right there. You make it, but you uh your back foot doesn't quite catch the gets caught on the guardrail and you yep. face plant onto one of the stairs just a little bit. <coughs> you take six damage. I meant to do that. You six damage, you like chip a tooth and everything. We're gonna be drinking some healing potions. It's a muted thud, though. Very <laughs> muted thud. All right, uh, Orin, you get to see that, so that was probably pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. Snaps, snaps, uh, does some sort of like stealth thing with a rope and swings across. There's a chandelier involved. I don't know. He makes it up there. The Phantom of the Upper Rose. Mm, you just kind of wrote it for me. Thanks. Yeah, he was doing like a more idiomatic thing, like a, you know, Lancelot style. Looks like I'm a, I'm imagining Matt is brushing a small ferret over off camera. Now he froze. Well, that would be Matt. All right, Bogus, what you doing? I'll try to get up there. You're just going to run for it again? I'm run, jump. <laughs> it's, um, it, it's past pumpkin orange, time for... Orange for just Brandon. chugging through <laughs> the levels. <laughs> just trying. As long as you give me an athletics check, we'll try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll give you an athletics check. It's going to be a hard one, though. Uh, oh, yeah. don't, don't be like that. Um, Six, DC 16. Same as, same as Mokuzar's. I'm going to run it. <laughs> Damn it, Danny, don't roll after me. <laughs> I can hear you rolling. <laughs> I'm not I'm not rolling anything. What are you talking about? Roll a D three for me. Damn it. <laughs> Just can't let you have the small successes, can you? <laughs> you make it you make it through there without getting caught or, or bogged down. 
Um, Roll D3. Three. You happy? Sing once again with me. A Three is duet. All right, uh, you have to you have to jump over uh, landing thing at the last minute, and uh, someone was coming down the stairs that you didn't see. What? <laughs> carrying a bundle of spears, <laughs> and you just you just run right into them. Great. <laughs> so you can either you can either lose two hit dice or take damage. It's up to you. Take three damage. Take oh, it's, it's take damage. It's two hit dice or damage. I roll. I roll it. I thought I rolled the damage to three. No, no. That's What's the damage? What <laughs> What's the damage? I'll roll it. I can roll I damage. Roll damage versus the. D- How many I hit can... dice? Three. Two hit dice. Okay, I'll or... take the damage. All right. Hmm. Right. Only four, four damage. That take was that. very low. All right. <laughs> All right. You get part, partly scared. The guy, get, the guy said, whoa, whoa, sorry, buddy. I didn't see you there. You were running kind of fast. <laughs> he pull, he, he uh, sort of uh, <laughs> sheepishly pulls his spear, one of the spears back out of you and kind of pats where it's bleeding a little bit and walks away. That's <laughs> <laughs> a great... I really have no idea how these animals are following me. <laughs> these animals? The animals he summoned. Did you, did you summon animals? Earlier I did. <laughs> he didn't roll yeah, them. He didn't roll them. Yeah. I didn't roll them. He just said they were happening. I, think, uh, I, I, I don't think it actually happened. Man. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you make it to the fourth level. This is where all of the strange and esoteric shops are. And all the strange and weird people normally live. Um, Snaps tells you. This is, there's you have no telling what we'll find here. Um, it's very weird. Um, and as you walk into it, the entire entire level seems <coughs> filled with uh, uh, bubbles of some sort, like suds almost from uh, a washing machine gone crazy, perhaps. Just. Soapy bubbles everywhere. I'm not going to blow something up. There are there are shops all over the place. There's like wizard shops, uh, shops that sell like you know strange rocks from around the world. Uh, uh, you know, is there is there a lion's den adult toy store? Artificers, <laughs> sure, yeah, sure. There's a lion's den adult <laughs> adult. Novelty store. There's always one of those on the interstate. <laughs> <laughs> there's a uh, there's a there's a place that uh, just sells fake mustaches. It's oh, this I'm is a weird there. this is a weird level. I'm going um, to the fake mustache store. <laughs> there's a uh, there's an area. Snaps tells you that the way you get up here is there's an area with uh, uh, reverse gravity. That lets you, uh, or gravity slowly reverses. That lets you kind of you walk up and around on on the wall, on the inside of a tower, and then, and then you just kind of drop the last three or four feet to the ground, and then you it flips you back right way up at the end. He says it's very confusing, but it works just fine. Sometimes people throw up the first time they do it. Who built this place? A bunch of goblins and gnomes. Figures. All makes sense right now. 
all making plenty of sense. I'm not sure what's going on with the bubble. Something must have broken. Mm-hmm. They might have done that as part of their resistance. Oh, could have been. Yeah. All right, Mokazar, you get to go first. Okay. Uh, Mokazar, I guess. Well, a winged cat flies by as you're standing there. Oh, geez. Well, that sucks. It flies through the air and like attack, attacks a bubble with all of its claws. It pops it and then uh, arches its back and hisses and flies away. All right. Uh, I guess inspired by that. Um, you get really close to the camera. Right. No, I guess inspired by that, I will transform into a uh, a giant spider. All right. And wade into the bubbles. Would you not have done that to climb the building earlier? <laughs> I kind of need that on a t-shirt for John. I transform into a giant spider and wade into the bubbles. <laughs> Give me a... Uh, I don't even know what to roll. Just roll a d20. I was thinking if there's that much weird stuff going on, maybe a giant spider won't seem that weird. I don't know. Just roll me a d20. Okay. You need a you need a nine. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. All right, roll me a d3. Uh, here we go. Uh, that's a one. Oh, that's a one. All right. Uh, you make it to the. Uh, tower of, of strange gravity just fine but uh when you first you, you first kind of like walk into it that cat screeches by and like attacks your back and then flies off again and you take uh, three points of damage as it claws up your back a little bit spider now. do what i'm a spider now so yes you I take three spider damage. spider damage right. <laughs> however many hit points the giant spider oh my has. gosh I rolled a D1. I was really surprised by the result. All right, Oren. You see Moku Spider uh, crawl off and get attacked by a flying cat. What would you like to do? (laughs) He wades through the bubbles and gets attacked by a flying cat. Kind of like flails his arms around and the cat cat flies away. (laughs) He goes into the the anti-gravity tower. The the aptly named anti gravity tower. Warren's yeah. only do what's gotten him through this to this point. He's just going <laughs> to charge straight down and flail. <laughs> He's just on the right. charge straight forward. All right, give me an athletics check. I'm not even going to tell you what the DC is. <laughs> oh man, this zone sucks so bad. <laughs> All right, roll me a d6. You got a twenty five. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Oh, you got the D6 even with the 25? Oh, man. Don't yeah. matter. <laughs> DM's lightning bolt happens. <laughs> All right. Uh, you lose a hit die as uh, you get. A, you also get attacked. This You get attacked by three flying squirrels that just kind of harass you the entire way. Figures. And, uh, absorb some of your life energy somehow and you lose a hit die. <clears throat> Damn sugar gliders. 
Is there a store here that looks like it sells pets, like uh, exotic pet supplies? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's... All right, I'm heading over there to see if I can find myself some flying catnip. <laughs> All right, yeah, they have they have a, a stand that sells it. There's an, right. an old Who's lady in there. That says, flying, oh, uh, a ply tour flying cats. I need some lady. flying catnip. Um, sure, sure. Um, we also sell uh, flying cats if you need one, or if you just need the. Nope, just the nip. Okay, uh, one baggie is a silver piece. Um, All right. Glad, glad to see you. We haven't had a lot of customers the last few days. Yep, yep. yep. What with the yep. bubbles and the Gitanki and all. Uh, what, what was the deal with the bubbles exactly? Um, uh, we uh, well, don't tell the Githyanki, but there was uh, they were trying to get some some soap, and we didn't want to give it to them, so we just uh, shoved it into one of the fountains and uh, and made a lot of bubbles. I knew that was part of the resistance. How far? How far, my my, my sister? She gives you. She gives you half five. Right. I, hand, I hand her over a gold piece for the uh, now you put that away somewhere where the gift you know, where those gift bastards can't find it. She bites it to make sure it's real. Alrighty, puts it in her puts it in her or her brazier. All right, I'm gonna modify one of my arrows so that it, instead of having a, a a arrow tip, it's gonna be tipped with the uh, with a bag of flying catnip. All right. And I'm going to look for the nearest gith. All right, you see one. He's like standing on top of a building. All right, I'm going to shoot his ass with the catnip arrow. <laughs> okay. All right. R- roll me an attack with it. Oh, a 28. Yeah, yeah. All right. I need to He's... unclick that psychic arrow. Sorry, but anyway, just just disregard that part. All right, uh, you catch him in the mouth with his mouth open with the catnip <laughs> bag. He's he opens his mouth to say something to someone on the street, and the bag of catnip hits him right right in the face, goes into his mouth, and all of a sudden, six flying cats come out of nowhere and just start mauling him. <laughs> I start I start booking it towards the handicrafting thing while the other cats are attacking his face. <laughs> they're all they're all calicos. He's actually like floating in the air. There's so many of them attacking him. He's like screaming in a language you don't understand. <laughs> this is the best adventure ever. <laughs> all right, yeah, you, you make it. So you make much. it under the tower, and you hear a thud as the gith, the gith drops to the ground. Right after you get into the tower, at that point, Snaps just walks through. He doesn't even like. He just walks through. I look at him and go, "How'd you like that? That was incredible." <laughs> Thank you. Uh, weaponized flying cats. It's a it's a novel idea. I'll probably never get to use it again, but it was great. <laughs> All right. So with that, you make it through the fourth to the fifth level. The fifth level, as you guys uh, make your way onto it, has sustained some damage from the uh, flying fortress smashing into it. Believe it or not. Makes sense. And let me move you guys. And, and he tells you, okay, we're just going to try to sneak through here as best we can. The kids are going to be somewhere on here. We're just going to try to find them. Doodly, doodly, doodly. Let's do it. And, ho- and hopefully you guys can see this map in the bottom corner. 
You can see yourselves. You walk in, and there's a uh, uh, elderly goblin lady uh, appears to be kind of cleaning up in the area. Question. Too far. Answer. How late are we playing, gentlemen? Uh, I think we'll stop here. Uh, but uh, so you guys have made it to the top of the tower, and we'll uh, next session we'll let you inspect the this top portion of the tower. And Ooh, the cat gonna say, I'm, a, I'm about to turn into a flying cat. That's uh, <laughs> that's the best ad workout I've had in weeks. That was a good laugh. That's good. Good I'm glad you Brandon is finding some crazy images on the internet tonight. I'm just entertaining myself right now. See? Oh my god, where do you even find that kind of porn? <laughs> I don't like it. Mushroom porn. Nice. It's quite rare. Oh, that, that, oh that's actually a good picture. That's little Watts' face drinking his drink at, before you guys left. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. John with his little fungi friend. Yeah. It's hilarious. It looks like it could be a little person. Just kind of, it's got this back turned to you. <laughs> just staring yeah. into John's eyes. Mm-hmm. I love you so much, <laughs> my friend, my what? big friend. Can I, can I call you daddy? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say it's taken you guys about thirty minutes, a little over thirty minutes to get uh, to here. So you got about thirty minutes of talkie time left, okay. and uh, and the. Burning Banner folks are telling you uh, they're going to have to stop their distraction soon because uh, otherwise they're going to get eaten. Yeah, we're okay. at the top level, so do whatever you can. They've basically just been like uh, causing trouble and hiding and causing trouble and hiding this whole time. So Quitters. Sense. Quitters. <laughs> Jeez, what? man. What jerks. That is rough right there. All right. Well, All right. I hope y'all, hope y'all enjoyed the session. Man, that was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> I really I legitimately enjoyed the hell out of that. <clears throat> Probably too much. That was uh, that was I like to take the old idea of the skill challenge and, and twist it around a little bit. But I thought this was yeah. a fun way for you to uh to do something different than a fight, but still so the whole point of the of losing hit points and hit dice and stuff was uh simulate battles. Yeah, yeah, to simulate having a bunch of battles without having to go through a bunch of fights. Yeah, that's, that's smart. So some yeah, of your uses resources and stuff. Yeah, so some of the other things that, that could have happened uh, since it didn't happen to you is you could have uh, been forced to expend feet, like race or class features or 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 uh, spells, that kind of thing as well. Gotcha. Glad that didn't happen. Yeah. I just once I decided that the the best way for me to roll really high was to somehow incorporate an arrow. I just started doing that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, except for the the uh, I thought about trying to fire an arrow and climb a rope, but that seemed just too stupid. That's why I used the gloves instead. Gotcha. So I figured that was a creative use of a recently acquired item. Yeah, yeah, you're using your magic items. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I was going to go to the fake mustache shop and put on a mustache and try to fake my way up there. But I, I looked at my skills in that area and decided that was probably not the best course of action. Mm. But, yeah. uh, flying cat sounded more fun at that point. Well, the flying catnip was, uh, turned out great. I mean, that's uh, if somebody out there is uh, watching or watches this later on and wants to do up a sketch of the flying catnip moment, 
and the uh, the attack of the flying cats. That would be that would be great. The floating gith with all those cats attached to it. Yeah, that would be that would be uh, magnifique. Go for it. Awesome. All right. All right. Let's get off of here. Catch you guys next time. See ya. Twitchers, see you, Craig. Night, y'all. See y'all. Yeah, where's the where's the no more Craig button? Never works. <clears throat> no more Craig. They should should make it to where you can just say Craig, GTFO. That'd be nice. <laughs>